Good morning on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. It's the coaches from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville, where love is served fresh daily, featuring fresh and made-to-order baked goods, amazing espresso and coffee drinks, beautiful breakfast, and more here in the heart of downtown Stevensville. It's Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. We're also brought to you in part by United Federal Credit Union, Siemens and Bridgman, Rogers Foodland, Parrot Company, Campbell Ford, Lincoln, Celine, and Morales Lawn Care. Along with Brett Witkowski, it's Phil McDonald. We're going to talk Michigan Lutheran baseball here in just a second. Also, Lakeshore Girls track. And in between, we'll talk with <laughs> Coach Elliott Uselak. Well, Probably, you know, actually, I've got an appointment down the street at 830, <laughs> so you're on your own for an hour. <laughs> might be the last time we really talked to him for, uh, as sports-wise. Yeah. Because this is it for him. He hung it up as a head coach. Right, as a head coach. Well, we'll get the inside. Yeah, there'll be see more going on. He'll still hang around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start the morning talking Michigan Lutheran uh, baseball. Travis Hamilton is the uh, the first year head coach. Congratulations on that, first yeah, of all. Thank you. Yeah, how's it going for you so far? Uh, it's going pretty well. I'm pretty fortunate to have the group that I do. Uh, a lot of returning players and great senior leadership to help us get going. Coaching staff, uh, who do you have with you? Uh, Dan Anderson here with me today, and uh, Ryan Heston and Corey Burnett. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bringing uh, for uh, yeah. I remember yeah. it doesn't seem it was that long there. ago that Corey played. It's uh, probably longer than I think. Yeah, we pretty much teased him about being the uh, the baby on the uh, coaching you? staff. Yeah, <laughs> the <he's> baby. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we can always suit him up when we need somebody else on the field. <laughs> well, it, it, you're right. I mean, and it's. It, it, it's meant as a compliment. He looks like he could still play high school baseball. How are your, compliment. Oh, I'm sorry. How are you guys' numbers, the number of players? Uh, we have 19 players. And nice. Yeah, we got a lot. So so how do you find them playing time? I, I know when you're in the conference, the second game when you play conference doesn't count as a conference game. Second game of the first. Yeah, the first. Oh, second the first game meeting. of the first. So. Correct. Yeah. Is that where you try to get some of those guys in? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we we just try to really get people in when we see fit. I don't like to put kids in situations that, you know, they're going to fail. So I want to make sure that they're ready to go before you mm-hmm. just throw them in there. So, yeah, we've also looked to schedule a couple JV games yeah, to get those guys in and get them yep. a lot more playing time to get them their, their spots, their at-bats, and their time in the field. We have one coming up on the schedule and possibly yes. looking to get a second one in. So that's, that's a yeah, great well, that's a good idea. That's kind of what we're doing. And otherwise, watching can only do so much. Well, and there's some teams inside of our conference as well that have those JV teams that are struggling even to get games. Well, oh. we've got guys that mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely looking to, to put some more. Yeah, because you use even some of your, let's say, guys who are starting but maybe who are pitchers but don't pitch. Just, you know, go let them play in the field and get some at-bats and, yeah, and things like exactly that. exactly right. Yep. yep. Travis, for you, biggest challenge that you've uh, hit so far as far as being a head coach? Besides that- Dan. <laughs> I'm the highlight every time oh, I yeah. watch that. Travis is like, oh, you took my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Next, yeah. Uh, biggest challenge, Bob. Uh, or you know, something you didn't expect and go, oh, I guess that's my Besides all the paperwork. Yeah. yeah, a lot of paperwork. Um, just, and I don't really know. It's been a challenge from the get-go really it feels like I'll just bet. trying to get everybody ready to go and, yeah uh, i guess the biggest one would be getting the kids acclimated to the way i like to uh coach the games and mm-hmm. um getting them ready to go 
before your first game, how much outside practice time did you get? Oh. Were you able to get out much? We got out for... Probably more than our lady. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, we were outside for probably two weeks. Total. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got outside quite a bit. And and the new Annex gym is fantastic. We got the new cage in there, and we didn't have that in years past, so yeah. that was a huge help. How hard is it? So at Michigan Lutheran, you know, you had spring break, and then the seniors take their trip. Right after, I think it's right after. It's right, right after. Yep. How hard is it to get everybody on the same page then? Because you really have some guys who've been gone up, maybe up to two weeks. Yeah, it was it was very difficult. I don't think we were at our full team was at one practice for maybe I think we had full, a full practice for four days mm. before our first game, and that was within three weeks. So that was that was a struggle. But I thought the kids they they came ready to go for our last practice before our first game, and they really locked in pretty strong. So that was fantastic to see. Well, you guys, I mean, the baseball program in Michigan Lutheran has been strong for a while, and it just seems like every year you're just riding that momentum and doing a, a really nice job recycling or cycling new players through. But it's it, it's been a nice ride, hasn't it? It has, it has. And Kale did a very, very nice job the last eight years, so... I give a lot of credit to him for where the program's at right now, and hopefully we can just continue to ride that out and make it even better. How many guys do you get, like, as freshmen who have not played ball in a few years? Uh, we Most t- of them. T- yeah, typically, really? Really? yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we're lucky if we get one or two that have played more than three years before they get to high school. So then you almost have to, uh, you know, I ask this a lot of small school coaches because how, how do you divide up practice? Because you got guys who are ready to roll, compete at district level. Yep. you got guys you're probably having to teach where to run and, you know, <laughs> yep. how to hit a cutoff. Absolutely. You know, you don't run on two baseball. outs. Yeah, you don't run on two outs, yep. or on less than two outs. Yep. So typically what I like to do is for the first few weeks, I'll split them up into separate groups mm. and I'll pair them with guys that have played for a long time. That way they can bounce questions off of them and ask them their opinions on how they do things. And then as we get going through the season, we kind of break them up and get the guys that are playing more, get them more reps in the in the field, mm-hmm. and take the other ones off to the side and work on more skill-specific drills to help get them ready to go. Because after about two or three years, they're going to be the guy. Yeah, that it'll we're be their time up. So. Yeah. yeah, Dan. Any particular part of the team that you focus on? Are you like you know? Hitting, oh, I, no, no, I'm the I'm the uh, bubblegum and uh, Gatorade coach. <laughs> I'm their, uh, their their cheerleader and uh, and then I also get on Travis whenever he makes a dumb decision. Uh, I I'm usually the one that has to be the one that gets pulled back and see. Say, we were hey. talking about the remember we were talking about problem parents. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And that's why they put me on the coaching yep. staff. I have one in the dugout, so I hear it all the time. <laughs> Uh, All right, we'll take a break. More coming up. We're talking Michigan Lutheran baseball. It's the coaches from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Ah, springtime. Time to roll down the windows, crank up the tunes, and enjoy the ride with an auto loan from United Federal Credit Union. Whether you're looking for more room, more pep, or more ways to say way to go to your grad, when you ride with United, you'll get an awesome low rate and your choice of special limited time perks. 
So don't let this offer pass you by. Visit unitedfcu.com slash auto event today. United Federal Credit Union. We get you. Insured by NCUA. Equal Opportunity Lender. Spring has sprung at Siemens in Bridgman. Shortage of new vehicles? Not at Siemens. They have over 125 new vehicles in stock with more on the way. Siemens has been beating up on the factory to send more vehicles, and they've been successful. Drive to Bridgman to see the fresh, new selection. But hurry, these sharp, fresh new vehicles won't be around long. The great selection of new Ford, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Mazda vehicles is waiting for you. See Siemens in Bridgman today. You'll be really glad you did. Who do I swim for? I swim on my high school team for my mom, who gets up at 5 o'clock every morning to take me to practice. I swim for hugs from my teammates, spaghetti dinners, and my lucky neon green goggles. I swim for Coach Murray, who pushes me to dig deep and finish strong. More than 7.7 million American teenagers participate in high school sports every year, including about 300,000 here in Michigan. They're all learning essential life lessons, like the importance of hard work, time management and self-discipline, skills that are helping them become better leaders and more active, responsible citizens. Most of all, I swim for myself, because I learn more about who I am and who I want to be every time I dive into the pool. That's who I swim for. This message presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association and the Michigan Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. We're also brought to you in part by United Federal Credit Union. They get you. We're talking Michigan Lutheran uh, baseball. Travis, Dan here to talk a little bit about what's going on. Let's uh, talk about some of the top guys, the returners you had from uh, from last year that, you know, as a, as a first-year head coach and been a part of the program for a while that you knew we're going to kind of help lead this team this year. Oh, I, uh, absolutely. Um, seniors, uh, Jackson Anderson and Adam Conrad are huge. They were our two team captains coming back, so they were instrumental with uh, getting the kids, you know, all on one page and making sure that they're doing what they need to do. Um, we have a big, strong uh, sophomore class with uh, Micah Herbst and Ty Johnson and Colton Stegman. Ben Liebeck just yeah, just keeps going. And uh, the two juniors we have, Jared DeWeird and Joan Agar, they're fantastic, and we can move them around, and they're open. Really, everyone's open to moving and doing everything that we need to do. So it's fantastic who's, to see. Who's behind the plate for you? That's always uh, hard Colton stuff. Stegman. Okay. Yeah, he is. That's all he does. Well, <laughs> he, he loves yeah. to he loves to catch and I love to see it. So he's a big yeah, he, wall. He had a uh, I mean last year he's a freshman. Yeah, came tough. in and caught all season last year. And yeah. then it's kinda of fun Every to watch watch him get better this year now as a sophomore and really has improved in his blocking, even though he probably hears from me a lot more than he wants to about turn that glove over. I'm sure he's not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> What I like about you, Brett. Nothing. <laughs> hey, we got something yeah, going. There you go. <laughs> uh, How deep can you go as far as comfortably putting guys in the mound? Um, we have 
probably four really strong pitchers nice. that we're comfortable with throwing in in any situation. That's a lot for D4. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yep. Um, and then there, we have a couple that we're that we're working on. There's some project ones, and I think we can get them to a, a spot where we're comfortable putting them in. So it's it's a project when you haven't pitched before. Oh, sure. To learn how to do it is it's a challenge. What uh, it, it, it's still early in the season, but do you pretty much have your lineup set? Not necessarily me batting order, but guys in the field. Yeah, we have a we have a solid probably ten or eleven. Okay, that will move, that we move around, and with, they're going to be the ones that we're really going to count on when we really need to get something going. So, uh, offensively, is your style more of like sit back and? You know the old Baltimore Orioles three-run homer type of thing, or is it more put it in play and push move runners around? Uh, I really stress that you know kids these days are there. I want to hit the long ball. Mm-hmm. Right. I just want to hit the ball, and I really stress to them we just need a ball in play. Just put the ball in play, and good things will happen. And make them make make the play, and let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when those guys see that. Some of the backside pitchers from the other teams on the second games, and the ball is kind of looping a little bit, and you just see their eyes get wide. And then the they next think thing they're going to jack. And all <laughs> they do is just pop that thing right up to the second base, and it's like, guys, just hit line drive base hit, line drive base hit. That's all we need. Just keep keep moving the lineup around. Yeah. Do you like to, to push runners and to try to steal and stuff? Oh, absolutely. So I, when kids get on base, I, I tell them all the time. I said, we just we just need to take the next base. If you feel like you can get it, then you take it. And it's it's worked out pretty well, so. It's, oh, it, you know, like you say, guys want to go up there and just swing heavy and swing for the fence. It's almost like basketball, where you've got a basketball player that's got a wide open drive to the lane. And they stop and take a three point jumper. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, and an air ball. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, this year, or as long as you've been on the staff, and Dan, with you, if you go to somebody, one of your players, and say. I want to see what you can do on the mound, and it's the first time you've done that. You see that expression in your face, like you want me to what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. It, it takes a, it takes a special person to want to get up there because mm-hmm. all eyes are on you, and you know things can go really bad really quick. So it takes a special type of person to want to get up there and just throw the ball and let somebody hit it. Yeah, we had a, a our sophomore. Owen Heston yeah. pitched for us on Tuesday. Tuesday, yep. In the second game. First has, time he's ever played. Has never yep. seen the mound. Never. Oh. Other than walking by it. Exactly, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And it, it was, I mean, you could see he was laser focused on, I just got to throw the ball over the plate. I just got to throw strikes. And then, and it was just like, it was one of those, he'd get the ball and one throw it back, get the ball and one throw it back. It was like, oh, it was fantastic. Take a break. But what, no hits? Yeah, One no walk. No walks. No, he faced three batters and had three strikeouts. Really? 13 pitches. It was fantastic. Was fantastic. Well, and I would think, you know, with the pitch count rules, strikes are even more important than it oh, was absolutely. before. Absolutely. And, you know, if you, mm-hmm. if you walk, guys, I think there was a stat. If you walk the first batter 70-some percent of the time, they score. Yep, yep. So do you preach throw strikes first? Oh, yes. Guys? Yes, yeah. You got to get it. You got to start ahead and stay ahead. So it's it's detrimental for you to, as a pitcher, get that first pitch over the plate. And if they hit it, they hit it. You just got to trust your defense to make a play. 
There's a story that's going to be told for the rest of his life. First time I went on the mound, three up, three down, three Absolutely. strikeouts. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, how do you do any better than that, right? <laughs> so Next time up. So now do you look to use him now? In like he would, in, in he, would, he was he was warming up yesterday to go in and finish the game up against River Valley, and we ended up scoring six runs in the bottom half of the inning. Oh boy! So we ten run them at after five, and so it was he was ready to go. So I'm I'm looking to use him a lot more and really see what he can do. Sure. <clears throat> is yep. Jackson your number one? He is. What yes. what, what does he throw? Uh, it's, I mean, does he, have, does he have a nice repertoire as far as what he can throw? Or? Well, if you ask him, he's got 27 pitches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Colton doesn't have that many fingers. He's got to take his shoes off and start putting his toes out there. <laughs> Has he decided where he wants to go next year? No. That's okay. He's, <laughs> no. he's got time. He's got time. He's got time. No, no, no. He has not made a decision. Just wait for an NIL grievance to come through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am Things are too. different. Yeah, you're waiting for it to come through. <laughs> does he want to play baseball at the next level? He does, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, so he's he's debating between WLC and MLC, and um, he's talked to both those guys about playing playing ball for him. Um, but, yeah, it just hasn't made a final decision. But to answer your qu- other question, Phil, he probably throws two pitches, uh, fastball and a curveball. Okay. Um, every now and then he'll throw his cutter. Um, but, yeah, he's a, yeah. He's, it's, he's a pretty good pitcher. He's, he's pretty efficient. fun to watch. He um, is efficient. Yeah, last night was a really fun game was, between yes. him and Ryder Wolnick. It mm-hmm. was, oh, yeah? It, yeah, it was great. It was a uh, 2-1 final score. Probably very few walks. I think two in the entire game. Yeah, so I'm saying. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So Probably a few errors. One from each. Strikeouts galore. Really? I think there was yeah, one error sense. on the game. Wow. So it that's was. A, that's a classic. That's yeah, a good it game. is. Yeah, it's one of those games where you're, you feel good about it, even, you know, you didn't come away with the win, but you still feel good about the game because you played it. That's mm-hmm. a baseball game. That's our show. It, it feels good. <laughs> yeah. we, usually we, a never, loss, we, usually we never come away feeling good. <laughs> no, no, but again, perfect example. Wait for the next hour when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Ratings are going to shoot through the roof. <laughs> well, so is my blood oh, pressure. Here he comes. <laughs> yeah, he's here early. <laughs> All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up talking Michigan Lutheran baseball. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. At WSJM, we like to regularly hear from listeners like you. Given the changes in news, media, and technology, we're embarking on a project designed to learn how we can better serve our audience and the Southwest Michigan community. Individual interviews will take place the first and second week of May. Those selected to participate will receive a $25 Rogers Foodland gift card and $25 digital Visa gift card as our thanks for their time and feedback. The interview should last no longer than 30 minutes. If you're interested in participating, please visit WSJM.com and click where you see WSJM wants your opinion on the right-hand side of the page. Simply complete the short questionnaire and we'll contact you if you're selected to participate. Again, WSJM.com and click where you see WSJM wants your opinion on the right side of the page. We really do care what you think. Thanks for supporting News Talk Sports 94.9. WSJM. 
At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we serve love and we love our community. That's why we only serve the freshest ingredients in our breakfast, lunch, baked goods, and locally roasted coffee. Source from places right here in Southwest Michigan whenever we can. We're also proud to support our neighbors by sponsoring community events and causes as often as possible. Because this is our home too. Come on over and enjoy our one-of-a-kind cozy little cafe located in downtown Stevensville. And join our community on social media and at fullcircle.com. See you soon. We love you. Nearly 2,000 of the state's top student-athletes will be recognized for excelling academically and in school activities through the MHSAA's Scholar Athlete Award, underwritten by Farm Bureau Insurance. The applicants will be in the running for a total of 32 $1,000 college scholarships. Application materials are available exclusively online through the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. the coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM. Phil McDonough, Brett Woodkowski. We're talking Michigan Lutheran baseball, Travis Hamilton and uh, Dan Anderson. We were just talking a little bit off the air, but again, other than uh, than Michigan Lutheran, you take a look at the competition in the conference and, you know, any given day, somebody can knock somebody off. It's not a, a cakewalk for anybody to get through this conference, is it? Absolutely. No, it's not. I mean, that's why... Every every game is so important to come in and be focused and not just expect to win the game. You have to come in and want to do it. Mm-hmm. You just can't. It's just not going to be handed to you. And then coming off, of, I told the kids early in the season when we first got going, uh, coming off of a district championship, everyone's going to give you their best. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone wants to beat you at that point. So. Right. They want, they, want to, they want to take you down. Mm-hmm. So you got to come ready locked in and ready to go. Yeah, you do. You know, looking at your schedule, does it get kind of monotonous or a little bit boring? You play a lot of the teams over and over. Mm-hmm. We do. Don't yep. have a lot of non-conference teams. Yep. Is that harder for the guys to, to say, get up for – all players struggles, right? I mean, they're struggling in baseball. Yep. So is that hard? I mean, to me it would be hard playing that type of team four times, maybe five times in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's tough, but – I look at it as, well, the the guys that are playing every day, I, I give them a challenge uh, to go out, put up a bunch of runs. That way we can get some other guys some more playing time, and they love to see it. Uh, we got some guys some at-bats against Doc Player the other day, and the dugout was just going crazy for them, and it was fantastic to see. The team support has been amazing. What's the biggest difference, though, for a team to move to the next level, is it seeing really good pitching or really good hitting against your opponents? Uh, if you get move up, if you, if you get out of districts, you know you got some quality teams going yeah. to bring in. Uh, definitely, pitching. I I honestly think it's pitching. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the bats we, we can get the bats going, but um, or the the our pitchers are able to throw strikes or deep, and we can. We can simulate good hitting in practice. It's the good pitching that is hard to simulate. So I yeah, it's really hard for me to throw batting practice. You know, I got this I'm sure it is. <laughs> I mean, we we have a machine. We can we can we can crank a machine up to get more speed, but it's the ball comes in ball. the same spot. Yeah. So mm. it's hard for, it's hard for us to kind of simulate faster pitching and different and locate it in different areas for the kids that hit it. So definitely seeing that. Are you, are you at this stage of the season not worry about the number of pitches a pitcher goes out and throws a day? Or are you limiting? I, I know the MHSA rule. 
but are you limiting under that, or does it matter at this point? Uh, when, it depends on who it is. Okay. Um, we we did a lot of throwing over the winter, and got kids their arms conditioned. Sure. And we conditioned them up until the season started, so they've been throwing now for a while. We got pitch counts up before the season started. Okay. So we were able to do that, which was great. If we weren't able to do that, then yes, it would be a lot lower than what. The, the state allows. So. so before we let you go, have you started thinking uh, to yourself, what do I do in districts? Do I throw my number one in uh, the semifinal? Do I save him for the championship? <laughs> I, I'm not asking what you're going to do, but are you starting to think, oh, man, what am I going to do when that time comes? <laughs> Travis it's, and I talk about this all the time. Do we do. Oh, we yeah, do. But we say we got to stop overthinking this, and we just got to do. <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. That, that I don't envy a baseball coach. You know, softball, you can pitch a, a girl a, a lot in softball. But in baseball, that, you don't have that luxury. No, you That's not. a tough decision yeah. to make. And from what I heard, I thought the state's looking at seeding districts next year. Uh, next year is what I've heard. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. On the PowerPoint system, which right. I think is fair. Yeah. Yeah. What's tough for baseball districts, and maybe I'm just noticing it this year, is baseball districts are happening where when a lot of schools are holding graduation, and then that Saturday is the state finals for track. And I understand, I think, like, River Valley baseball has a lot of guys running on their track team. Oh, and do you try to... They're number one in the state in track. Yeah. They're ranked yeah. number one. Well, it, 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 it's tough. You try to schedule everything to accommodate everyone, and you just can't. Well, you got a lot of girls and guys going up. Mm-hmm. Teams. Yeah. That'd be tough. Yeah, and I know... Uh, uh, you know, Matt down in New Buffalo, they're hosting districts, and he tried to get the MHSAA to agree, can we play, like, uh, a first district game, like, the week before, and then play, like, go semifinal, semifinal championship Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and they go, no. You have to play both semifinals on the same day, and then the final, it goes, well, then, you know, somebody's graduation is going to get messed up or somebody, you know, is going to have to decide are we going to play baseball or run track. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, they do it, it is tough. after. <clears throat> no. No. Oh, because they got that regional, regional, regional games on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. So unlike last year, they had the games on Friday, Tuesday, Friday before, and yeah. then you were ready for the regional. Everybody's back full strength for the regional. This year, it's Tuesday, Saturday, then Tuesday. So then yeah. you wouldn't, whoever wins that probably wouldn't be at full strength pitch wise. Will not be at full strength. Yeah. Wow, that's tough. Ooh. I know. Yeah. Wow. It's <clears throat> a lot of confidence in your two, three, and four pitchers to go out and win, win that game. So. <clears throat> but we worry about that when we get there. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Bill's worried about already. <laughs> yeah, so who's next on the schedule? Who do you have next? Uh, we have New Buffalo on Tuesday and okay. turn right around and play Buchanan on Wednesday. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it should be good. Yeah, could be a good good week. Uh, home, away, or? Uh, home and away. Okay. Yep, home versus New Buffalo and away. At and, Buchanan. At okay. Buchanan, yeah. Not too far of a trip. Well, hey, congratulations on the start of the season. Thank you. And uh, good luck next week. And yeah. we'll see you guys down the road. All right, thank you very so much. Thanks, thanks for guys. coming in. And Dan.
<laughs> wow. Man, tough so, crowd. Again, he has to leave. I get it. You know, he treats you like he does me. It's like, you're, you're, you're getting off easy, I Travis. Am. I'm okay with that. <laughs> See, Dan uh, can't say anything in about 10 seconds. He'll be done. Uh, there it is. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming in, you guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks, thanks Travis. Guys. All right. We'll take a break. More coming up. It's the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Normal? New normal? Just what does that mean anyway? This is Jeff Parrott from Parrot Company. We hear it all the time from our clients. There is no normal right now. Workflow, staffing issues, supply and service delays, then your copy or printer starts acting up. We find most of these issues are simply network or user related, but don't fret. Our veteran support team will quickly troubleshoot and get your office back up and running fast, much faster than the out-of-town companies. Local service versus out-of-town service. Compare it to Parrot. For years, people ask, is this Carrie? I say, no, it's Mike. Can I help you? I hear it too. Is this Mike? No, it's Carrie. Now we're hearing it. Is this Carrie? It must be Mike. No, it's Casey. Yeah, I've got it the worst. They ask for Carrie, and I'm not sure if they mean me or my dad. It may cause some confusion when you give us a call, but having four generations serving our community since 1902 is a huge source of pride for all of us. Thank you for trusting our family, providing comfort solutions for your homes and businesses. City Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, keeping you in your comfort zone. At WSJM, we like to regularly hear from listeners like you. Given the changes in news, media, and technology, we're embarking on a project designed to learn how we can better serve our audience and the Southwest Michigan community. Individual interviews will take place the first and second week of May. Those selected to participate will receive a $25 Rogers Foodland gift card and $25 digital Visa gift card as our thanks for their time and feedback. The interview should last no longer than 30 minutes. If you're interested in participating, please visit WSJM.com and click where you see WSJM wants your opinion on the right-hand side of the page. Simply complete the short questionnaire and we'll contact you if you're selected to participate. Again, WSJM.com and click where you see WSJM wants your opinion on the right side of the page. We really do care what you think. Thanks for supporting News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Lots of clouds overhead, scattered showers around this morning. Rain will become isolated later. Highs today, upper 40s. Cooling to the mid-30s overnight with a stray shower. Tomorrow looks a lot drier, but a passing shower is possible. High Sunday, mid-40s. Warming gradually through the week, though clouds will stick around. Isolated showers possible Tuesday, otherwise dry for most of the week. Warming to the upper 50s Thursday. I'm WSBT meteorologist Jessica Burns. Oh, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. If you haven't uh, had a chance to check them out, please check them out in person. Also, check them out online. You can see the, the menu and hours and all that, and how you can place your order online or phoning ahead. FullCircleStevensville.com. We're also brought to you in part by Siemens and Bridgman. See Siemens and Bridgman today. You'll be really glad you did. Phil McDonald, Brett Wachowski, along with Coach Elliot Uzelak joining us. Hello, this gentlemen. Hey. Gentlemen, I use that word very loosely, but. <laughs> I'm very glad I'm here. You know, it brings back memories, that's for sure. <laughs> Most definitely o- Hopefully does. not all bad. Well, no, no, no. <clears throat> I mean, 99% good. But, you know, disaster fell upon us this year when Marshall beat Notre Dame. And, 
you know, I, I try to, you know, tell everybody keep sharp objects away from Phil. But I mean, you know, I don't know what happened. I wanted to call him, but I didn't have the heart to do it. You know what I mean? Uh, I didn't even know Marshall still played football, so that was a pretty unusual game. I changed my number at halftime. Oh, I would, I would, I would change. I would definitely change my number forever. <laughs> I thought of you because my sister and I were at that game. Oh my and, you goodness! Know, I'm, That's I, why I lost. I go to the restroom, and you know they got the you know, the speaker in there, you know, playing the radio feed. Yeah. And the guy comes back from a uh, you know commercial break. You go, oh, we're having a great time. What a game here at Notre Dame Stadium. I get back to my sister. I go, you having a good time? Because I'm not. And she goes, no. Uh-huh. Why? Is it because the radio guy seems to be having a blast for some reason? Well, he he lost his man. mind. <laughs> he was getting paid a lot of money from Notre Dame to say the yeah. good things. <laughs> oh, yeah, like us with you, huh? Kind of like us with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm getting paid a lot of money, <laughs> and so are you two. Yeah. How? I mean, we were just talking. I remember the first show was in the Burger King, yeah. St. Joe, uh-huh. and then I remember we went out to Stevensville. And then Martin's, Martin's, Martin's. And then I remember going into Benton Harbor and having Henry's. I mean, you guys have been. How long you've been doing this show? Obviously, as long as you've been coming to it. Yeah. Well, I've been here 16 years. Has it been that long? Yeah, yeah. I think this is our either 16th or 17th. Is it? Oh my The show's been out a lot longer than that. Oh, oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, you do a great job and do a good. the, The coaches. I know everybody appreciates being on. You know, they really do. I always did. Uh, even when you lose, you still, okay, get a laugh or two. You know, I mean, it's fun, you know. So it's really good for the sports in this area. Yeah, you do a good job. Thank you. Even though you don't ought to, you know, you're not ever choosing the right school, Phil, but otherwise it's pretty good, you know. <laughs> Phil did find his therapist's card. Pardon? Phil found the card for his therapist again in his oh, wallet. Well, he yeah. needs more than one. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it had been a while. She call her ID. She picks up. <laughs> Let me guess. Use lax on the show. <laughs> I said, "How'd you guess?" Well, you know, I, I, I've lost track of how many lunches he owes us, and a lot. I know a he lot. never pays. Yeah, yeah, the marshal should have been plus ten. I mean, goodness gracious! I know he never pays. Never. The man that wallet never. You guys comes had out. a lot of bets that so you never paid. Oh up. man, I'm telling you. Wow, fan of the flames. <laughs> poke them a little bit. Right, little yeah. Poke, poke here them, and there. poke them, yeah. But you've been doing okay. Yeah, doing okay. Wendy Family's and I are okay. doing okay. Wendy's all right. Family's okay. We got um, our grandchildren. We're just talking over there. Our grandchildren are doing great. And our, uh, Lisa and Nick, our, our two children, are doing really good. And uh, it's good. Everything's good. And uh, we're enjoying life. And, uh, you know, I'm really happy about the uh, uh, Barry Springs hiring Ben Iliff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a great hire, and that's who I always wanted there. And uh, I hired him years ago at St. Joe, and he'll do a real good job there. And he's an excellent coach. Kids like him a lot. And uh, I really felt bad about leaving because it's a really good place, really good place. I mean, the administration there is phenomenal. Uh, they're very helpful. Parents there are great, and the kids are wonderful. And we had a lot of fun there. Uh, but, you know, Dave was retiring as superintendent, and oh, I really? just thought it was uh, yeah. I just thought it was the right time to leave, and I wanted to make sure Ben got the job, and so it's all good. And uh, this first year, I don't know yet, but we talked, and I might assist him 
uh, with you know uh, coach the line and run the offense for one year, so he gets acclimated to that side of the ball. And if uh, I could do that, if it works out, then I'll do that for one year, and then that's it. But uh, <clears throat> I, you know, it's uh, kind of weird not going in every day doing sure. something, you know. But you know, that's the way it goes. You know? Now, are you going to be on the sidelines screaming like you did? In the bowls, Shen Beckler's ear, as I've watched old films. Well, I think I'll probably go in the press box. Okay. It's safer for me at my age. <laughs> you know, I mean, and I'll scream on the phone. Right. Too, you know? Yeah. So how but many? Believe me, both did more screaming to me than I did to him. No, I know. Bet you money on that. Yeah. Well, he fired you a lot, didn't he? Oh God, we got fired every Saturday, <laughs> and we resumed our positions on Sunday evening. You know, I mean, no, it was a great run at Michigan. Oh my goodness, we had a ball. So, so far, listeners, obviously they know what you did here high school-wise, and we got plenty of good time to talk about, about that. But maybe just let our listeners know what you did college-wise because it's pretty yeah, impressive. Well, you know, it, it was kind of funny. You know, I um, uh, after I graduated, I went to Bowling Green. and I mean, You played in, at Western, right? Yeah. Yep. And we went to Bowling Green, and Wendy and I, we had Lisa at the time, which was insane. You know, at the salary, we were getting about $1,800 a whole year. Uh, and we had a little child, so it was crazy. But, you know, it worked out. I worked two jobs in the summer, one in the mill and one in the school. And so, it, you know, I had enough money saved up. But anyway, from Bowling Green, then we went to Logan High School, Logan, West Virginia. That girl's a saint. She's followed me everywhere, I promise you. <laughs> and then the first college job was Bowling Green. Hmm. Donnie Nealon called me, and we went back there. And then we went to the United States Naval Academy with Rick Frisano. And then that opened up the door for Michigan. And it, I, I never thought of it this way, but I graduated uh, from Western Michigan in, uh, let me think on this now, 64. Okay. And that, and that means in 71, I was already a, a line coach at the United States Naval Academy. Wow. And uh, I don't know how that happened so quickly. I was so fortunate and blessed, but it did. And then I had to put up with Bo for a few years. And then I went to Western Michigan as a head coach. And to be <coughs> really frank, uh, looking back on now, I don't think I was really ready. I was young, and I didn't have enough experience. If I had to do it all over again, I probably wouldn't have done that. Yeah, but you got Matt Coach of the Year. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think if I stay with Bo longer, I think I'd have been better prepared uh, to run that program sure. through the proper process longer. Uh, but, you know, I didn't know. I was excited. It was my alma mater. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I wanted to go there. And then after that, uh, where did we go? Oh, then we went. Uh, I mean, you know, it gets confusing. Wendy and I are like, oh, where would we go next? <laughs> and uh, as I recall, we, well, we eventually came back to both. And uh, I'll never forget this. Uh, he called. And we were in North Carolina at the time. And uh, it was spring. And he said, hey, I said, I'd like to have you come back. So I put my hand on the phone. I told Wendy, I said, well, Bo's calling. You know, I just got down there. And I said, he wants us to come back. I said, what do you think? She goes, I don't know about you, but I'm packing. (laughs) I said, oh, we're coming back. And uh, we went back. And uh, I'll never forget one day, uh, Bo and Mo and I were all working out. Gary Moeller, right? Yeah, Gary Moeller. And we were laughing, and we were done working out and just standing around. I said, you know, oh, man, you're really lucky. He goes, why am I so blessed and lucky? And I looked at Mo. I said, because 
we're back to save your ass again. Excuse my language. You know, but I did. That's the exact word. I apologize for that word on the radio. But uh, he went wild on me. Oh, my God. He would nailed me good. But, uh, and then, you know. Then, you know, you go from there, from then, from there, I head coach at Mich- uh, Naval Academy, and that was a great experience. I love the Naval Academy. Uh, probably one of the greatest institutions in this country by far, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and it was, a, it was a great run. Colorado with Bill McCartney, we had a great run there, really won, and I'm really happy uh, that primetime is there because it excites me. I've been reading a lot about it, and Cordell Stewart was just back there, who was our quarterback. And uh, everybody's really fired up for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm really happy because the program really needed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not been good since Bill left and all of us left. And we, they, they need somebody with the charisma and the ability to coach and recruit like he can do it. So I'm thrilled about that going on in Colorado. And I really I wish him the very best. Uh, one day we're winning and I'm going to get out there and check it out, you know. Changed completely. Every, everywhere I've been, changed completely. <laughs> yeah. We went to Western Michigan. I couldn't find my way around campus. You know. <laughs> so we had a great career. You know, we've been in a lot of good places. And then high school coaching in the area. Uh, well, actually, yeah, that's right. We went to, you know, and that's been fun here. Been a lot of fun. I'll bet. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up with Coach Elliot Uzalak. It's the coaches from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we serve love, and we love our community. That's why we only serve the freshest ingredients in our breakfast, lunch, baked goods, and locally roasted coffee. Source from places right here in southwest Michigan whenever we can. We're also proud to support our neighbors by sponsoring community events and causes as often as possible because this is our home too come on over and enjoy our one-of-a-kind cozy little cafe located in downtown stevensville and join our community on social media and at fullcircle.com see you soon we love you one size fits all there's no such thing life isn't that standardized everyone is different when it comes to medicine truer words were never spoken sometimes a prescription for you a loved one or even a pet require compounding to avoid an allergic reaction or or even converting from a solid pill to a liquid. Rogers Pharmacy fills compound prescriptions. A service that causes some to drive out of town to fill is happily provided by your family-owned food store and pharmacy. Rogers Foodland, the family food store. Employers, those open positions aren't filling themselves. That's why Midwest Family and the Southwest Michigan Regional Chamber present Recruitment on the Rocks. Happy Hour with Hiring Solutions. Learn how to create a strategic recruiting plan for your open positions and walk away better in informed to attract and retain top talent in your workplace. Join us for this free event with great appetizers and a free drink Tuesday, April 25th from 4 to 6 at the Shadowland Ballroom in St. Joe. Get registered at ontherocksinfo.com. Attorney Joe Cordell. Divorce forces a father to focus on what's most important, his children. You may no longer be a husband, but you'll always be a dad. In the divorce process, this comes down to three key concerns, physical custody, decision-making, as well as financial support. Each of these is important, and it's important that you choose a lawyer that cares as much about these issues as you do. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Indianapolis area attorneys. 101 West Ohio Street, Suite 1250, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46204. Get out, get out, get out. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. <clears throat> We're also brought to you in part by Siemens and Bridgman. See Siemens and Bridgman today. You'll be really glad you did. 
joined by uh, longtime coach Elliot Uzlak. We were just talking off uh, during the break. You mentioned you had gone to uh, Colorado, right. and I had, when you mentioned Cordell Stewart, I had asked you, were you on the staff right. when Cordell Stewart beat Michigan with that Hail Mary pass? Yes. Did you catch any flack from the Michigan staff after that for calling that play? Pardon? Did you catch any flack from the Michigan staff? Yeah, kind of did. Kind of <laughs> did. But uh, Cordell was a great specimen, and uh, if he was in today's pro football, because they finally figured out when you got these athletic quarterbacks what to do with them, he would have been phenomenal then. I mean, he's the fastest player on our team. We had a lot of speed, Colorado. Great arm, best best long ball throw I've ever seen. But the, it was a two-play sequence at the last couple. We had, you know, we had a, a play to get out of the end zone. We were deep in our end zone, 18-yard line, whatever, to get it somewhere to the 50. And we had one play for that. Then we had the Hail Mary play. And, uh, you know, I got it from Bill Belichick when I was with him at Cleveland. And I asked him permission if I could use some of his ideas if it would fit in Colorado. I said, sure. So I went in. We put those plays in, and we had them forever. Practiced them more than people ever would have realized. And it worked. And the uh, place went, I mean, I went crazy. I hit my head, I think, on the ceiling in the press box. <laughs> and I ran down a couple press boxes, and uh, I grabbed Bo, and I almost broke his ribs. <laughs> hugging him. He just kept saying, get out, get out. Get out. Get he didn't like that me. play. No, but you know, he had a smile on his face. He knew. It was a great game. It yeah. was a phenomenal college game. It really was. And uh, we played well and they played well. We just made a play at the end. You know, that's about it. But you know, there's so many wonderful moments in coaching. Coaching is a great profession. It's hard. And it takes time away from your family. And that's the one thing that's really difficult. But it's a great profession. And I guess as you get older, your your goals change. Like at the end, all I wanted to do was help kids, you know. And the St. Joel thing, the Benton Harbor thing, especially that one, and then going to Barry Spring. It's all about trying to help kids, move them forward in their lives, try to get them something really good. At the beginning of your career, it's all about winning. But, you know, when I was young, I always felt, because of the way I was brought up, when somebody hired me, I had to do the very best job I could do because that man hired me. He gave me an opportunity in life. And so, I mean, I would recruit as hard as I could. I would coach as hard as I could. I'd do anything because that gentleman, whoever it may be, whatever school, gave me an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way I was brought up. And uh, But as it went on, then you'd look at things differently. You really do. If I could just ask you about, like, two, uh, you know, like major games that you've probably been part of. One was the uh, Woody and Bull 10-year battle oh, with beautiful. Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah. And then um, the Army-Navy game. Yeah. And if you just talk well, about those. The 10-year oh, battle was really special. And, of course, the, the one that I'll never forget is a 0-0 tie. Oh, my goodness, what a war that was. But Bo and Woody absolutely loved each other. Right. They were super close. People don't realize no, that. No, but the day of the game, they weren't close. Uh, but it was funny. I was always in charge of long snappers and punt. So I was always out early with the punters. Well, Bo and Woody would come out early for specialty, call it specialty. And uh, the things I'll never forget was I was privileged to be on the field when they came out and hear them talk. Uh, and they always met on the 50. Neither one would go on the other side of the ball <laughs> in the other guy's territory. And a manager, the home team manager, would always have to go get the other coach. 
And those guys were scared to death. Like the day at Ann Arbor, our manager was scared to death to go get Woody. And, you know, Woody's yelling at him, you know. Mm -hmm. Woody comes over, and they look at each other. And I'll never forget one one time, he goes, what do you look at Bo? And he goes, Jesus, Bo, you look like crap. And Bo says, well, I'm going to tell you right now, what do you got in fat? fat as could be. <laughs> and everybody thinks they're, I don't know what people are thinking in the stands, because a lot of people were already in the stands to watch that. They didn't know what they were saying. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, gee, many Christmas. And they're ripping each other, but in a good way. Yeah. You know, and uh, the, the 10-10 tie was phenomenal. And it was a shame that we didn't get to go to the bowl. And then Army-Navy, classic, wow, super game, uh, nothing like it. Uh, I, I, uh, Bo and I used to get in arguments all the time. What was more important? What was a bigger game, Army-Navy or Michigan-Ohio State? Oh, yeah. I'd always say Army-Navy. He goes, how could you say that? I go, because it's worldwide. Right? Yeah. The whole world knows it's, you know, it's everywhere. The Army's everywhere. The Navy's everywhere. And they see it everywhere. And they hear it everywhere. And it, it is, I, I can't describe how you feel uh, prior to that game. Bob Sutton and I, Bobby Sutton uh, and I were great friends. And I, I, st- I stood up in his wedding. Uh, he was a coach for me at Western Michigan and eventually became the head coach of the Army. And uh, he and I always talk the day of the Army-Navy game, every year. Oh, wow. Yeah, and we contact each other. He's a beautiful person, great coach. And um, <laughs> and it's like we you can just feel your goosebumps because you're standing there and there's a flyover and here comes the brigade. You know, they have March on West Point and then the Navy. and It's, it's unbelievable. And then and again, probably had some presence. Yeah, we, I, we've been there when there's been some presidents of the United States. Yeah. Now, I don't know if I want any of them there now, but, <laughs> you know, in the old day, yeah, it'd be a good thing. You know, I'm going to have to say something political. Yeah, you know that. Okay. But that's okay. I don't care. You know, <laughs> as long as you guys could enjoy it. <laughs> but, uh, uh, no, we, we were privileged to have some honored guests there. We really were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is one game oh. I always make sure I don't have anything going on that mm-hmm. Saturday. I mean, you know, as big of a Notre Dame fan I am, I right. have to watch the Army-Navy. Well, I promise you if, you, if either one of you or both of you ever get a chance, you go to Philadelphia and see one live, you will never, ever forget it. It's mm-hmm. a classic. It's something that's hard to describe. And uh, it was phenomenal. I had, I was there, what, three years as assistant coach and uh, three years as a head coach. Phenomenal. I'll bet. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up with Coach Elliot Uzlak. We're at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM. At WSJM, we like to regularly hear from listeners like you. Given the changes in news, media, and technology, we're embarking on a project designed to learn how we can better serve our audience and the Southwest Michigan community. Individual interviews will take place the first and second week of May. Those selected to participate will receive a $25 Rogers Foodland gift card and $25 digital Visa gift card as our thanks for their time and feedback. The interview should last no longer than 30 minutes. If you're interested in participating, please visit WSJM.com and click where you see WSJM wants your opinion on the right-hand side of the page. Simply complete the short questionnaire and we'll contact you if you're selected to participate. Again, WSJM.com and click where you see WSJM wants your opinion on the right side of the page. We really do care what you think. Thanks for supporting News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. 
I'm Erin Bennett of Final Design Kitchen and Bath, and we were looking for a couple of vehicles, one personal and one for the company. My husband and I went down to Campbell Ford, talked to Jason, who we've worked with in the past on previous vehicles, and he's wonderful. He's just always so easy to talk to. He gets us. He understands what our needs are. And we walked out the next day with two vehicles. And so we are ready to go with thanks to Campbell and Jason and all of his team. Thank you so much. Campbell Ford Lincoln Celine, where the best bottom line is always at the state line. Honey, when are you coming inside? It's getting dark. Yeah, just just a little bit longer. We've seen it a hundred times. It's actually a syndrome called Morales Lawnitis. No, it's not Latin. It's just what happens when Morales Lawn Care cuts your grass for you. You get more time to yourself. You don't have to worry about bagging up the clippings or remembering to take them out to the curb on trash day. All you have to do is sit back and enjoy your freshly cut lawn. When you need lawn care services, remember, Morales is your man. Morales Lawn Care, LLC.com. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. Also brought to you in part by Rogers Foodland, your family food store. Faster, easier, friendlier. Phil McDonald, Brett Wachowski, joined by uh, Coach Ellie Uzelak, stepping down as the head coach at uh, Berrien Springs. We're probably going to help out for possibly another year. Yeah, if, if, I, if I'm capable of doing it, I, I would like to help Ben out for another year. Uh, as a, I'll run the offensive line, and I'll run the offense, and then I'll give him time to get acclimated to offense because he's going to move over from defense to offense. But I want to make sure he's ready for that. A lot of times when guys become a head coach in high school, they immediately go to offense, yeah. but they're not ready. And uh, I've always said you you got to prepare yourself. It's a, a totally different deal. And uh, hopefully that will work out and I can help them that first year. Because uh, the first year is always going to be hard, you know. It just mm-hmm. it is, you know. And we've lost good players. We had a good run of players, so it's not going to be easy on them this first year. But if I could do it, I'm going to do it. You remember when you got the job at St. Joe, right? I don't know, was it um, Ike Mullenkamp or somebody gave you a call and said, you know, hey, would you look into maybe talking to them about this job? Yeah. When you finally made that decision, what what was the thought process like? You know, do I really want to go? coach high school football now. Well, that was a difficult one. Was it? Yeah, I mean, because, you know, I've been in college now my whole life, mm-hmm. and I haven't coached in high school since this, I don't know when. And um, I, haven't, I haven't taught a class in 35, <laughs> 40 years, and that's I remember runs for the principal. He said, well, I'm going to put you in a classroom. I said, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I said, I'm going to set education back 100 years. And pretty much did that. And uh, <laughs> But I had a lot of help. But um, I got a call. Or actually, the first call came from a great friend of mine who was at Michigan with us, Paul Shadell. Yeah. Oh, okay. Paul was living at Michigan at the time. And he goes, well, what are you doing now? And I said, I don't know. I said, man, nobody wants to hire an old coach at the collegiate level. I had an opportunity to go out west, but Wendy and I didn't want to go out west. And uh, so he said, well, there's two really good jobs open here, St. Joe, and you know Ike. I go, yeah. And he goes, and then uh, I think he said Grand Haven or something up up, up on the lake Mm -hmm. there. And uh, he said, you ought to inquire. I go, high school coaching. He goes, yeah. He said, you'll have fun. So I inquired, and St. Joe said, okay. And we had a, as I recall, phone interview first with Guzzo and Runson. And that went well, and then they asked us to come out, so Wendy and I went out, and we thought it was a beautiful city, very nice community, and, uh, and after the interview, I said, well, what do you think? She was, huh? 
so they offered me a job, and I said, well, she goes, well, one thing, it'll be closer to everybody, which was great because that meant I was closer to our family, hers and mine, and my mom, which we immediately got moved in with because it was getting rough for her in the, where she lived in the Gary area. And so it worked out. And then immediately the first guy I called was Ike. Oh, I, t- I forgot. I told Ike, I said, before I took the job, I said, I'm not taking the job unless you come with me. I, said, oh. I said, no, no, I'm not. I, I can't do that. I, I need you bad. I said, I trust you, and you know St. Joe better than anybody. So you got to come, otherwise I'm not going, okay, okay. So we got Ike on board, and then we took off. And we started winning, and it was fun. Yeah. And what was fun about that is Coach Chanel was my head coach in college. Right. <laughs> and I remember him calling me and saying, is that job still open? And I said, yeah, because I was actually on the committee. I said, they're doing first-rounders. Right. And this is before scanning emails. And, and you faxed your resume to Something me at the office. Remember. And Kevin and I are at Lions Club. And I told Kevin about that. You know, you and everybody's like, why would he want to come here? And so I remember walking to Lions Club. Everybody was just waiting for this resume. I had like 10 guys sitting there. <laughs> and then I was part of the interview committee. And what was interesting was it kept, it was between you and another guy. And it kept coming out 4-4. Four, four on the votes and the only reason was people thought why i think you were 64 or 5 or something yeah I was. and people yeah. were like why does he and i and i kept arguing ages are all it doesn't matter yeah and, yeah and i remember we sat there for probably half hour to hour four or five meetings next thing you know jeff runzer says i'm taking a break he goes out <laughs> comes back in he goes i just hired Uzlek. he says i want to win now and yeah. uh and well, you we did lucky. i mean you and did. what people don't remember and Phil, you'll remember, is the season before you took over, St. Joe was 0-9. Yeah. And peop, people would say, what was your best year of broadcasting? It was 0-9 year because that was hard. I mean, they weren't in many games. No. And then you came in, and I remember that very first game, Battle Creek Central. Yeah, we beat them. You guys beat them <laughs> and got in the playoffs. Yeah. And uh, you got it rolling after that. That was a great year. Yeah. But, what, but what I learned, you know, the thing I keep always preach to people is age is irrelevant. The, it is. The thing you had, the relationship you had with kids, mm-hmm. you probably still have a lot of relationship with those young oh, men. Gosh, yeah. now, they're, now they're adult men with families oh, probably. have children and everything. Yep. Oh, and I remember I, my wife photographed some of the guys that you coached. Right. And I always remember her saying they never talked about the football. They talked about what you did for them, become making them a young man. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I get way too much credit. I had a lot of help. No matter what they're saying, Joe, I had a lot of help from coaches and assistant coaches and my wife and everybody. So I had a lot of help, and we had great kids. We had wonderful kids at St. Joe and at Benton Harbor and Berrien Springs. So, you know, it wasn't that hard. You just had to turn them around and get them going in the right direction, you know, and hold them to a standard higher than they were used to. And that's basically what it's all about. That you need to come back here next week. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to hold us to a high standard. Yeah, I heard you two are slipping. <laughs> what the heck's going on around slipping here? means that we have somewhere to go to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. We haven't gotten to the level to be able to slip yet. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you made it all these years, so you must be doing something right. <laughs> no, we haven't, haven't got kicked off right, the air I yet. I always yeah, say they haven't right. found a way to get rid of us yet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll take a break. More coming up with Coach. Coach Elliot Uzelak, we're at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. It's the coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM-FM, Benton Harbor, St. Joseph. 
The U.S. Supreme Court has ruled that a widely used abortion pill will remain available to women across the country as the legal battle over the medication continues to play out. In a decision 7-2, to two, the court put a pause on rulings from lower courts that would have severely restricted access to mifepristone. Conservative Justices Samuel Alito and Clarence Thomas dissented, indicating that they would have let those restrictions go into effect. ABC's Elizabeth Schulze at the Supreme Court in Washington. Sudan's military has announced that will evacuate U.S., British, Chinese and French diplomats from the country on military planes as fighting continues in the capital, Khartoum. The airport there remains closed, making evacuation difficult. Russia admitting it accidentally bombed one of its own cities. Belgorod is about 25 miles east of the Ukraine border. Three people injured. Meanwhile, the U.S. will begin training Ukrainian troops on American Abrams tanks and environmental groups highlighting their conservation efforts today on this Earth Day 2023. Dave Packer, ABC News. Lots of clouds overhead, scattered showers around this morning. Rain will become isolated later. Highs today, upper 40s. Cooling to the mid-30s overnight with a stray shower. Tomorrow looks a lot drier, but a passing shower is possible. High Sunday, mid-40s. Warming gradually through the week, though clouds will stick around. Isolated showers possible Tuesday, otherwise dry for most of the week. Warming to the upper 50s Thursday. I'm WSBT meteorologist Jessica Burns. the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM or at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. Everyone is welcome and served and love is served fresh daily. They feature fresh and made to order baked goods, amazing espresso and coffee drinks, beautiful breakfast and more here at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. We're continue our conversation with Coach Elliot Uzlak and you know the uh, the long college career, the stint in the NFL and now the the high school career with St. Joe, Benton Harbor and, and Barry in Springs, it, it, it's been a, a fun ride, and we've got a lot of you know great stories. And Brett mentioned the guys that look to you as a mentor. You had mentioned during one of the breaks the guys that you've coached for that have really mentored you along. The well, way. you know, why do you go on coaching? You know, what I mean, uh, when I was in high school, uh, you know, people know I'm pretty much people all over. You know, my mom and dad were divorced, and the mentors I had were right off the bat the coaches. And they were very good to me, and uh, and they and they all of a sudden made me think about going to school. I never even my wildest dreams ever thought about going on education at the school. No one in my family has ever gone to college. I was the very first, and uh, but I saw how they handled people and demanded excellence from people. But you know, and I thought, well, I like this a lot, and so it started there. And then when I went into uh, when I went to you know, the university, and then I started coaching. I mean, the guys I worked for, holy smoke! You got Bo Schembeck, you know, and then you had Bill Mallory, and then you had Donnie Nealon, and then Bill McCartney, and then Rick Frazano, who's a great person, great coach, and it just went on and on. And you, you coached with Bill Belichick too, and then you? I was with Bill, and even more impressive with his dad. Yeah, he was People at Naval Academy. Steve Belichick was a he was genius, in my opinion, you know, really. And so these folks really made me, every time I was with one of them, made me a better person and a better coach. And uh, it, it was just a no-brainer. Just keep coaching as long as you can and have fun, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, it changes because as you go on, then I was more involved. And Wendy was really the one that spearheaded this, to get involved to help kids, help young people. And uh, 
because she gave us the idea. The Benton Harbor thing really woke us up. And, uh, you know, to help people, young people who need help, to advance themselves in life to make a better life for them. And, you know, I've always said when you leave high school, you have three choices. Some people have a fourth, but it's rare. The three you have are you go away to school, get an education, you go into the military, or you get a trade job. And trade's great. Absolutely no, great. Yeah, it is. The other one is if you have the opportunity, you could take over your family business. But I, I've had so few young men that could do that, or young women. So those three were available, and I had to make sure the kids understood that. And that's also... You got to have a real, you got to have faith. You know, you have to have faith in yourself. You got to have faith in the good Lord because you'll be there. And, you know, that's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he, and those things are important. They really are. And so I preached that hard from that point on because I wanted people to have success, especially the Benton Harbor kids because they had nothing. And the young men there and women were great. I mean, I, I thought the world of them. And we had a great time there. And when we saw the success, wow, some of it was un- way unbelievable to me. I never, you know, a couple of guys tell me it was a miracle. It might have been. I don't know. But I, I know this, that it, what we what happened there was so phenomenal, not on the field, off the field. People don't realize what happened off the field, mm-hmm. you know, and how they went to school and got better grades and celebrated good grades like, oh, my goodness. And, you know, did the right things off the field. Got rid of their problems, you know. No more running with gangs, doing this and that, and no more fighting. And it, it was phenomenal, you know. And so that's the most important part of coaching. I remember in Detroit, when I got coached here, I was speaking in Detroit. A lot of the collegiate coaches were out there, guys i known for years. I said, well, look, after you guys get done making millions, which we never had an opportunity to make, <laughs> You come down and do this. Help young people because it will be more rewarding to you than all those millions you're making right now. And they just look. And I meant it. I meant it from the bottom of my heart. I never made the money. And I always, Wendy and I always laughed. We were born too soon. Never made that money. But what we accomplished with young people was more important. Yeah. Most how, how fun. I mean, you talked, you touched on Benton Harbor. And, you know, I don't know if people realize, I think they had three losing seasons yeah. in a row. Right. Oh, cool. And then, if I remember right, that, that first the first season you went five and four. Something, yeah. And then, was that the year Playoff that they had beat Lakeshore also for the first yeah. time? With <laughs> yeah. a straight-on kicker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we went overtime. Oh, okay. And, uh, <laughs> and they elected not to go for the field goal. We stopped them. They had the ball first, and we stopped them. And they went for it, and we stopped them. And then, can I read? I'm going to go back one second. Sure. Overtime came. Our kids were leaving the field. <laughs> they didn't know we had overtime. No, I'm serious. Because yeah, they don't at the lower levels. Jory, no, Diorio, and everybody said, where are you going? Where are you going? We're grabbing the kids. <laughs> and we hold them up. We have an overtime. What? And that's my fault. We didn't coach it. But anyway, so we stopped them. And we had three downs we couldn't get in. We were on the tour side. So, oh, let's kick a field goal. (laughs) Big Mike was in there, straight on kicker. We didn't even have a flat toe for him. He had a round shoe. (laughs) He made that field goal. That place erupted. That's the first time since 82 they beat Lakeshore. I mean, erupted. I mean, people crying on the field. Holy smoke. 
it was the greatest victory, you know. I'll never forget that day. Yeah, yeah. It was a, and for the kids there and the people there, it was a great, great victory. But it was wild. It really was wild. So that's an example. Then I knew in my heart, well, if you could do this on the field, you could do the same thing in a classroom. You could do the same thing, you know, within the community. You can't. And I kept banging that into them, banging it into them. They probably got tired of it. But uh, that's the way we went, you know what I mean? But that win was unreal, unreal. I'll never forget it. I mean, he kicked that field goal. I don't know if he ever made one before or after. <laughs> <laughs> didn't matter at that point. It didn't matter, uh-huh. man. And then we played Portage Northern, and we went overtime again. Oh. And the official came up and he goes, ah, I'm not even worried. I said, every time I have you, you have overtime, you win. I said, well, I hope I have your confidence. And we did again. And we hadn't beat them since 84. And so... That had a winning season since the 80s. Right, yeah. So, you know, what they did, those kids accomplished phenomenal. Phenomenal, really. And they did it. Not me. They did mm-hmm. it. Was, uh, other than that, that Benton Harbor game, are there other games in this? Oh, yeah. Whether St. Joe, Benton oh, yeah. Harbor, or Barry Springs that stick yeah. out here? Oh, mind? yeah. The St. Joe thing, the Lakeshore St. Joe games. You know, you always remember those. They were, we had great battles. Denny and I had great battles. Denny's the best coach I ever went against in this area, and really a good coach, good person. And uh, uh, we had battles. I mean, great games. And uh, we beat the first time we beat them was really, a, again, was special because they hadn't beaten Lakeshore in many years. Yeah, 17, 17 or something. So I was uh, that was that was special. And uh, Benton Harbor, I told you about that. And then Barron Springs, uh, we, we won some great games. Uh, we beat Benton Harbor, which was really hard for me, mm-hmm. twice. And then, uh, you know, I remember we beat Buchanan. That was a special game. And it was, you know, everywhere we went, we had that one or two games that were really special to the young men and the community. And that was what was special. Uh, but I'll never forget the first time we beat Lakeshore, and I'll never forget the game while well, we beat Lakeshore again. Ben Harbor, those two are special, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, they're big games. They're big games. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up with Coach Elliot Uzlak from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. One size fits all? There's no such thing. Life isn't that standardized. Everyone is different. When it comes to medicine, truer words were never spoken. Sometimes a prescription for you, a loved one, or even a pet require compounding to avoid an allergic reaction or even converting from a solid pill to a liquid. Rogers Pharmacy fills compound prescriptions. A service that causes some to drive out of town to fill is happily provided by your family-owned food store and pharmacy. Rogers Foodland, the family food store. You believe in a free enterprise. You fully embrace capitalism. You operate a business in your community which creates jobs in a competitive marketplace. You, you're an independent local business owner. You drive our economy, which drives our country forward. And that is no small feat. And for that, we have nothing but respect. It's the reason in 1958 we started our business here in Southwest Michigan. We believe our community will benefit from knowing your story, the difference you make, and why choosing you matters. We can relate because we, too, are an independent, locally-owned business. For seven decades, Midwest Family has been here working alongside local business owners and taking risks just like you. What matters is your success. Our team is ready to listen. Risk-takers like you deserve this level of respect. Allow us to do the legwork to bring you fully vetted marketing blueprints focused on meeting your business 
business goals. Then choose the direction you feel is best. Take the first step by requesting your free strategy analysis at risktakersunite.com. Risktakersunite.com, powered by Midwest Family. Midwest Family. sure the air in your home is healthy for your family to breathe. Make sure you test your home for radon. It's easy. Just call 866-730-GREEN. Make it green. Green, green. A message from the US EPA. Yeah. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. Phil McDonald, Brett Wachowski, and Coach Elliot Uzelak. Coach, I don't know if I've ever you know, asked you this question. There are certain coaches that, say, are very successful at the college level. And they go, oh, you know what? I'll probably be a success at the uh, the pro level. And they aren't. And they're much more successful at the college level. Do you have any idea... I mean, I think Nick Saban comes to mind. Exactly. Steve Spurrier comes to oh, mind. Yeah. I mean, we had some great collegiate coaches try it. Uh, it. It's a whole different ball game up there. And after that little bit of time I spent with uh, Bill Belichick, I could tell you that the players run the program up there, not the coaches. And, I mean, the only different ones are programs like Bill's now where he's got total control. And I know when he left Cleveland, he would never be the head coach again unless he had total control. And so you got scouts and you got this and that, and it's not the same. It really isn't. And it's difficult when you're dealing with scholarship kids and you're uh, you're dealing with a younger person, a less mature person, and it's just a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of guys, it's hard to adjust, you know, because we've seen guys go in and not make it, but then come out and still have great success. Yeah, nobody more than Saban. Saban's by far the greatest coach in collegiate football. I mean, in my opinion. And uh, I, I really, I read up on him as much as I could. I try to do things that he talks about because he's unbelievable. Uh, and I, I just think it's it's the personnel you're dealing with. You know, you got management. There's no management. You know, collegiate, you, you know, scouts. You have recruiters, but it's different. I mean, everything's different. And some of them aren't just ready for it. Can't do it. How do you think the NIL agreements are going to long-term change oh, college Oh, boy, it's a bad thing. <laughs> uh, it's had a devastating effect on all phases of football. Mm-hmm. People don't understand it's trickled down to high school, too, because two reasons. One, we're not getting as much high school kids that I call developmental players opportunities because the collegiate coaches are going to take players that they've seen play at the collegiate level. They're more proven what they can do. I'll take this kid before I'm going to take a senior in high school. That has not proven a thing to me yet. Especially the developmental ones. The blue chippers are blue chippers. Correct. That's not that's that's no brainer. But there are the other ones are not getting scholarship. And I mean I mean like every school in the country except the great ones, Alabama, they just take a few. Georgia takes a few, but look around. You know there's three thousand over three thousand one hundred football players went in the transfer portal oh this year. Now, if you think really? they're all going to go somewhere, you're nuts. They're not. So, kids are making mistakes, too. Well, so it hurts the high school kids. 
because I know a lot of them aren't being recruited. I've had developmental players at Benton Harbor and Bering Springs since this rule has gone in effect, and it, they weren't looked at. It's a shame because in our day we took developmental players, and we did. Now, at the next level, it's bad. You're a coach. Went through the fall and maybe even the spring. Okay, now you got your depth chart, blah, blah, blah. You know this kid? Boom. You're not there. He's gone. So now, so you have to recruit in the future like you think some of these kids are going to leave. Now, how hard is that? Now you're doing it on speculation, recruiting. Of who's, now, that's why a lot of guys at the end are like, whoa, uh, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't have enough scholarship. So they're hoping some of their kids do leave. <laughs> I mean, oh, like yeah. Colorado. Yeah, well, I, I, you know what? I don't blame him. He's honest. He's probably the most honest guy out there. Yeah. He's saying, hey, i, I got to have more scholarship. But he doesn't tell them to leave. I've had, he doesn't do that. He just told them, if you don't, you know, if you don't think you're going to play, go. You know, don't sit around here because you're not going to play. Well, okay, fine. He tells him honestly. Mm-hmm. But it's not a good thing. And this paying for play is ridiculous. I mean, all of a sudden, high school players are getting a million bucks to play? you got to be kidding me. I know. I mean, what's that do to them mentally? Come on. I mean, I, I personally think it's terrible. The NCAA blew it. They had to use Congress, and we know they're idiots, to set up. <laughs> you know, they have put laws into effect. And every time you use politicians, you're dead. Yeah. You know I mean? They don't know nothing. They're terrible. And so they had to go ahead and put laws in that have hurt. And the NCAA has no control. So, me... I don't think we need the NCAA. I wish we'd get out. Sure. I w- and I think it's eventually going to happen. I think football will go you're that gonna, route. You're going to see it. You're going to see power conferences, no NCAA legislation. They're going to control themselves. Why not? It's almost that way now. Yeah. If a if a young man or lady de- declares they want to get in the transfer portal, yeah, are they then done with the school that they are at? No, you have X amount of days. Okay. But also, remember, the coach has to make a decision. What I've been told, most coaches say, look, because you got to know. Right, that's you, what I'm saying, yeah. Most coaches say, oh, I'm going to give you two weeks, 14 days. Are you in or you're out? Because some kids will go in and come back out and stay there. Okay. But it's rare. It's rare. But then, I'm telling you, every year it happens. There will be kids who went in thinking, okay, I'm going to do better, and they don't have anything at there. Well, all of a sudden, right, yeah. they don't have a scholarship. They're out. Right. They're on the outside looking in, which is crazy. Yeah. But but you know what? The division, like uh, Ferris State Middle School, they're getting a lot of good players. Sure. The MAC, and, uh, you know, the lower level the Ferris State's Grand Valley State, they're getting good players because it trickles down. Mm-hmm. You know, the Big Ten, or I lose, or they, the MAC gets them, or the Ferris State's getting them, all those schools. They're getting those kids. So it's a trickle down effect that way. And that's why I tell kids, go. Right now, the p- people who have the most money are the um, uh, I want junior colleges. You know, I mean, the uh, what am I thinking of? Hey, you know, where they I'm go- not sure anybody really knows. No, I, myself, I don't even know something. <laughs> Anyhow, they have the most money now. So I told our kids, go there for two years, come out, and you'll pay. You won't pay a penny. You'll play football, and then you go in a transfer portal. Sure. You know, I yeah. mean, that's what they should do, but they, it's hard to do that. So, yeah. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back and wrap things up with Coach Elliot Uzelak. We are at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. 
For years, people ask, is this Carrie? I say, no, it's Mike. Can I help you? I hear it too. Is this Mike? No, it's Carrie. Now we're hearing it. Is this Carrie? It must be Mike. No, it's Casey. Yeah, I've got it the worst. They asked for Carrie, and I'm not sure if they mean me or my dad. It may cause some confusion when you give us a call, but having four generations serving our community since 1902 is a huge source of pride for all of us. Thank you for trusting our family, providing comfort solutions for your homes and businesses. City Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, keeping you in your comfort zone. At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we serve love, and we love our community. That's why we only serve the freshest ingredients in our breakfast, lunch, baked goods, and locally roasted coffee. Source from places right here in Southwest Michigan whenever we can. We're also proud to support our neighbors by sponsoring community events and causes as often as possible. Because this is our home, too. Come on over and enjoy our one-of-a-kind, cozy little cafe located in downtown Stevensville. And join our community on social media and at FullCircle.com. See you soon. We love you. Hi, I'm Zach East, filling in for Pat Moody this month, and this is Moody on the Move, and we are on the road at Adams & Son here in Benton Harbor, a fantastic HVAC company that is all about the customer. We really try to look at our business through the eyes of the customers and through the eyes of the employees, and they're our first priority. Watch our conversation anytime by going to MoodyOnTheMove.com. Thanks to United Federal Credit Union, we get you. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association and the Michigan Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Phil McDonald, Brett Wodkowski, and Coach Elliot Uslak as we wrap things up with our conversation with Coach here at Full Circle Cafe on the uh, on the coaches. And th- there was one story I told you during a break that I wanted you to tell that you've told a, a number of times. We could actually do a two-hour show just you telling stories from your coaching career. <laughs> but there was one that involved Bo Schembechler oh, and a, a fender bender, I guess I'll put. Well... We were going to play Indiana, and that great boxing, the Thriller from Manila, uh-huh. was going to be on one day that week. I don't remember, Thursday or whatever it was. And uh, the Michigan was going to carry it in the uh, basketball arena on the big screen. Okay. So, man, we're begging the old man, let's go watch that. Nah, man, see, there you go. You're overconfident. You know, Indiana, you don't think they could beat us. They could beat us. And he wouldn't know, no. He said, no, all week long. Then we're sitting there the night of the boxing match, and about, I don't know, I don't try not to exaggerate, maybe 45 minutes before the match or something, he looks up, got a cigar in his mouth. You know, Alex Agus, he's got his cigar. They're all looking at each other. He goes, let's go see the boxing match. Go, what? So, man, we jump, run to the cars, we go out. And I'm on, I think of Stadium Drive, I guess. And uh, a lot of traffic, right? So it's bump, you know, bumper to bumper, stop and go. So I pull, I stop, boom, I get hit from behind. Man, I mean, Harbaugh's with me, Jack, and man, we lurch floor. What the heck? Who hit us? And we get out, it's the old man. You know, steam coming from his car. I'm like, what in the heck are you doing? He goes, why'd you back up? <laughs> Why did you back up? I can't believe you backed up. Yeah, he goes, I go, what? 
And Jack's looking at me. I go, he goes, well, that's exactly what I'm telling the insurance company. I can't get any more tickets. You backed up. I go, Coach, you're crazy. And he goes, no, you backed up. I said, Coach, I didn't back up. So, honest to God, she goes, well, I'm leaving. I go, what do you mean you're leaving? So now we got two cars, and he's running into the arena. So we just ran with him. I, to this day, I have no idea. They towed him away. They found out it was the old man's car, so nothing was said. And they just, we went in the arena and watched the boxer. Next morning, he's got this insurance form. Here, sign it. I go, I'm not saying that. He says, I backed up. He goes, you did. I go, Jack, help me. He goes, I'm not saying a word. And that's exactly what happened. But there was never a more beautiful man. He was special. I mean, I was like, he was like a dad to me. He was really special. Wow. What a great guy. And from those coaching staffs, you've got lifelong friends that you're oh, gosh, in constant man. contact. You know, when they never talking, one of the saddest things right now, like the 71 football staff in Navy. 71. Think about that. All of them, Rick Lance just passed away. Everybody on that staff has passed away except me. I'm like, God, this is not good. You know what I mean? But great friends, great mentors. And then I go on, Michigan staff, a lot of folks have passed away. Gary Moeller being one of them, one of my very best friends, and that's hard. You know, so we, we have friends that we still communicate with, but we lost some great ones, including players. I was shocked at how many players have passed away since our 73 team. Wow. 72-73 team at Michigan. Because we're going to have a reunion this summer, and I was shocked how many of the kids have passed away. And so, but the ones that are all alive are great. We stay in touch with them. We have a ball. You know, that's, that's nice. cool. If you look back at the whole thing, would you have done anything differently? Well, like I said, the one thing I know I would have done, I wouldn't have took the Western job because uh, I don't think I was ready. But after how, that. How old were you when you took it? I was one of the youngest coaches in the country. Uh, I think I was in my early 30, 31, 32. Oh, wow. Okay. I was real young. And uh, if I waited, I I think it would have been better. You know, I think it would have been better for me. It would have been better for Western Michigan. Uh, But we did the best we could do. Uh, But after that, no, I I loved everywhere I went, from Logan High School, Logan, West Virginia, to all the way to the end of Barron Springs. We had some great, great moments, you know, great uh, memories. You know, you just, even Logan, I remember Logan High School. We had some great moments down there. We had one and had a ball, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, you know. It's just, it's, uh, if young people go into profession, they'll never regret it. But you got to keep your feet on the ground. Remember why you're in it. Help young people, male and female, as much as you can. And you'll be, you'll have a wonderful life. You know, that's why you're in it. Eventually, it comes down to that. Yeah. You know, and don't get me wrong. I know winning's important. You don't win, you're gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially at the upper level. Well, they're paying them billions. So, what the heck? <laughs> the graduate assistants are getting paid more now than I got paid as head coach at Navy. So, I mean, you're going well, to deserve part. it. No, they don't deserve it. <laughs> how, how important it, it has it been for you to have Wendy at your side? Along it's the super important. Wendy, uh, she probably got a ticket to heaven. Because he put up with me. Do we get one? No. <laughs> she, got the she, she definitely deserves one. I mean, to understand going away, recruiting as much as you. I mean, there are nights, Thanksgiving evening, I'd fly out that evening because we were recruiting it. And I'd go to New Orleans or I'd go, I'd have to go somewhere because mm-hmm. we'd have track meet or something on Friday. And, you know, one of my players was running track, uh, that great running back in Michigan. I. Oh, my gosh, I spent so much time with Leroy Horde. 
I spent so much time at Leroy's house. But, you know, your wife has got to be understanding, and it's difficult. They bring up your children. Your wives will bring up your children. And that's why I'm blessed because Wendy did a great job with Nick and uh, Lisa. Not, not good, great. They're great. Those two are great young people. It's very important. It's super important. If you don't have a wife that doesn't, if she doesn't understand, don't do it. You're out. You, you'll never make it. Is she the reason why you kept coaching? You, yeah, she's you, more the reason. Infringing well, on her me time. Pardon? Because if you're not, you're infringing on her me time. Yeah. <laughs> well, she she was the one who got us to Benton Harbor. There's no question. Yeah. It's a true story. When we're driving down to Alabama, she says, you look bored. And you got to go back. And I go, well, am I going to go? Nobody wants me. She goes, go to Benton Harbor. You always felt sorry for those kids. I, I almost drove off the road. Uh, but then we thought about it, and by God, it sounded like the right thing to do because of what we wanted to accomplish there. Mm-hmm. Not about wins and losses, what we wanted to accomplish. And then it, that's it. She's the one. Yeah. And her and the Tiger moms, they're all year long cooking for those kids, feeding those kids. During the winter, three times a week. When we worked out, kids ate. And then he fed them during football. And you never told Phil? Huh? And you never told Phil about no. those meals? Well, he'd have been there. <laughs> if Phil knew there was free chow, that's he'd have been there. You. You're right. That's why I couldn't tell him. <laughs> he'd have been there horning in on the chow, you know. And in the Guilty. summertime, even then, they fed him. Because we had an academic program in the summer. Hmm? The state of Michigan gave us 28 or something iPads, and we brought them in and worked out from 8 to 10. Fed them. 10.30, they had to go into the room and study. And if they didn't do that, they couldn't be on the team. And they, they fed them between 10 and 10.30. They were, I mean, so the, the women are super important in mm-hmm. your lives. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, along your coaching career, I've always said that there's, when it comes to sports, there's nothing better than Saturday afternoons and Friday nights. Yeah. For college football and high school football. Oh, it's beautiful. The fall is a great time of year. Isn't it? It is, yeah. It is, you know. And, uh, you know, we're just lucky to be able to participate in it mm-hmm. you know, and enjoy it. You know, and I, you two guys are still doing games. God almighty, I don't know how, but you are, you know. <laughs> and Phil, seriously, I'm begging you, change teams. Because if Notre Dame loses somebody this year that we're not supposed to, oh. you're going to have a heart attack. I, I, I you know, will. Really, you're of that age. You could have one now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I don't want to see you go down, you know, because uh, hey, who do they play this year that could nail the coffin? I don't know. Who Tennessee they Tech. Oh, <laughs> Tennessee oh that's, Tech. they still play football? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Oh, like Marshall, yeah, I guess so. I'm afraid to look at the schedule. I know we've got Ohio State. Oh. And yeah. they do have Tennessee Tech. Do they really? Yeah, I think they got Central Michigan, too. Central who? Yeah. Michigan. Oh, really? Yeah. Tough schedule, Phil. I know. It's a national schedule. National championship. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could bet on, let's put money on that one right now. That's probably the safest oh, bet yeah. I have made hey, my bet, whole life. Bet another lunch. Yeah, huh? bet another lunch. Bet another lunch. That you won't Are get. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Lunches. I always I'm going to predict right now. I think that right now, I think... The three teams I think can do it are Alabama, Georgia, and Michigan. Ohio State could be in there, but they got to beat Michigan and Michigan, which is going to be hard. I oh, think yeah. Michigan will win. But those three, I think, have the opportunity to win the national championship. Don't count Nick Saban out. It's a huge mistake, I'm telling you. you know, and uh, he's got a hell of a team coming back. And Georgia, obviously, is loaded. And 
you know, Michigan's loaded. Jimmy feels good. And so, and Ohio State's going to be loaded. Now, I don't, I don't believe in the Southern Cal thing yet or any of those, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. It's always I, I'm not, I can't tell you Notre Dame's in there, Phil. I can't do it yet. Well, in, in all honesty, I can't either. Okay. <laughs> Best <laughs> thing he said, 16 years I've known him. <laughs> one, of the, one of these years I'd have to agree with you, so I thought I'll just do it Make now. the last one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that, buddy. I do. You know, but I want to thank you for having me on. It's been wonderful. Uh, really, you guys do a great job for this area of sports. And, man, the people around here should be thrilled to have you. Uh, you the way you cover sports and uh, bring the coaches in, they get to tell about their players. It's wonderful. And all of us really appreciate you. I mean that sincerely. It's and we pleasure. love it, too. Yeah, we do. Well, I know you do. You have to. You yeah. do what you do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's guys like you and all the other coaches, yeah. men and women, that make yeah. us want to keep doing yeah. it every Saturday. Well, I appreciate it. Well, when well, you have an empty spot again, when nobody else is going to show up, you can call on me. All right. I'll try yeah. to fill an empty Will you bring Wendy with you? Yeah, please. Hey, if you want Wendy, that'd yeah. be great. Sure, we will. Okay. tell you the stores. truth. Now, I promise <laughs> yeah. that. that. girl won't mince words. Yeah. We thought you were. Remember, we don't have a buffer. No buffer. <laughs> oh, right. my God. We'll have to do that sometime. Deal, man. That's a deal. Okay. She'll love it. All right. I would, too. All right. All right, Coach, take care. Thank you. Give, you too, give Wendy a hug for us. I will do that. You guys have a good time. You, too. Enjoy life. You know? Yeah. We will, yeah. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back turn our attention to Lakeshore Girls Track. Coming up next on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. At WSJM, we like to regularly hear from listeners like you. Given the changes in news, media, and technology, we're embarking on a project designed to learn how we can better serve our audience and the Southwest Michigan community. Individual interviews will take place the first and second week of May. Those selected to participate will receive a $25 Rogers Foodland gift card and $25 digital Visa gift card as our thanks for their time and feedback. The interview should last no longer than 30 minutes. If you're interested in participating, please visit WSJM.com and click where you see WSJM wants your opinion on the right-hand side of the page. Simply complete the short questionnaire and we'll contact you if you're selected to participate. Again, WSJM.com and click where you see WSJM wants your opinion on the right side of the page. We really do care what you think. Thanks for supporting News Talk Sports 94.9. WSJM. Spring has sprung at Siemens in Bridgman. Shortage of new vehicles? Not at Siemens. They have over 125 new vehicles in stock with more on the way. Siemens has been beating up on the factory to send more vehicles, and they've been successful. Drive to Bridgman to see the fresh new selection. But hurry, these sharp, fresh new vehicles won't be around long. The great selection of new Ford, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Mazda vehicles is waiting for you. See Siemens in Bridgman today. You'll be really glad you did. I'm Tiffany Haddish. And I'm Marlon Wayans. African Americans are three times more likely to be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer than any other racial or ethnic group. Access to cutting-edge treatment can help make long-term survival possible. That's why Stand Up to Cancer and the Lust Garden Foundation have teamed up to bring over 30 pancreatic cancer clinical trials to those who need them. For more information about the latest pancreatic cancer research and clinical trials near you, visit pancreaticcancercollective.org. 
Lots of clouds overhead, scattered showers around this morning. Rain will become isolated later. Highs today, upper 40s. Cooling to the mid-30s overnight with a stray shower. Tomorrow looks a lot drier, but a passing shower is possible. High Sunday, mid-40s. Warming gradually through the week, though clouds will stick around. Isolated showers possible Tuesday, otherwise dry for most of the week. Warming to the upper 50s Thursday. I'm WSBT meteorologist Jessica Burns. Yep. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. Also brought to you in part by Morales Lawn Care. He's your man. Phil McDonald, Brett Witkowski, Stacey Henge is the uh, girls track coach at Lakeshore joining us. Good to see you. Thank you. Good to see you. It's, a, it's, it's that time of year, spring. You've had a couple. Now, weather-wise for Lakeshore track, if you had decent it's Weather, actually been pretty decent. Has it? Yeah. So you've missed We've the We've had a couple days. cool ones, but not crazy nasty weather. Yeah, so. for the most part, I think, you know, for track, it's been pretty decent. It's, yeah, it's it's been good, Yeah, thankfully. How excited were you to get this season going? Because I, I mean, I, I just talk around town that, you know, Lakeshore girls track is going to be loaded. And the success you're having, how excited were you to get this season going? Oh, we were so excited. We could not wait for spring to get here. <laughs> I'll bet. Yeah, yeah. We did some winter workouts with with a good group of kids, and yeah, we've been ready to go since last year. <laughs> and a lot of your success is coming from younger yes. ladies. Yeah, I have my freshman group is very talented. I've gained a couple new sophomores that did not come out last year. Hmm. Um, one of my top sprinter, Paige Lee, she was a dual sporter with soccer last year, and she gave up soccer to focus on track this year, and it was the right choice for her. It's paying off for her. It is, very much so. Yeah. Where is your the, the most depth that you have on the team? You know, we're almost kind of evenly spread this year. I mean, I've got a good group of sprinters. We're strong in our middle distance, and even our distance is, I mean, it's, it's good. I mean, we... We were at Edwardsburg last night, and my distance girls ran very well, scored a lot of points there. Um, our relays are really strong. I mean, we're just we're a little weak in some of the field event it, events, and but we're definitely making up for it in the in the running events. So mm-hmm. we're we're pretty solid. Well, you mentioned your mid and you know longer distance. Kaylee Sprague, Presley yep. uh, Perkins are scoring, and, and again, sophomores scoring points for you. Yeah, and Presley is playing soccer as well oh, right now. Wow. Yeah, so we only get her when we can. So, yeah. So she's playing soccer, and then she's uh, either running the 800, the 16, or the 32 for you. Yeah. Holy smoke. Yeah, so last night she ran the 8 for us. So, yeah. That's remarkable. I would love to have her full time, but <laughs> well, she's a pretty good soccer player too. So yeah. we just take what we can get right now. <laughs> and you're limited to four events, correct? Correct. So, how much planning does it take to move or and, and put people where they can score points? Because I mean, you, you waste four. I don't want to say waste, but you use four athletes in one relay. Right. Yeah. It gets kind of strategic at times, depending on the meet. You know, where can we score the most points? Mm. Um, I mean, and truly, my sprint relays, I I haven't put together the strongest combination of four yet because we're still kind of playing around with it yet. And, and like, yeah, I mean, especially with Paige Lee's, I mean, she's my top long jumper. She's the top sprinter. Mm. 
I mean, she could run six events, really, if we could. But, right. I mean, and I'm running her in four right now. And, I mean, four four events for a sprinter is is a lot. But, Especially if you have, like, heats, right? Right, right. I mean, and I don't even run her in the 100 right now because she's our leadoff leg for the 800 relay. And those two events are back-to-back. So, right. mm. so yeah, so yeah. I never thought about that part, Yeah, too. Yeah, so you got to watch how the lineup is and mm-hmm. and figure it out from there. Yeah, I mean, I think people don't understand. You know, a track coach, oh, here, you know, go run this, go run this, and I've got my lineup set. You you probably change it meet to meet, tweak it a little bit. Yeah, moving, we do. you know, girls from one event to another. Mm-hmm. And again, bending, okay, we're running against this team. We need to score points here, so I'll take her out of an individual and put her in a relay. Yeah. There's a lot of moving parts there all is. season long. It people, is. People don't realize it. No. Track can be very complicated. Sure. <laughs> yeah. When, when you have a new runner that comes to you, either a freshman or you mentioned a sophomore, do you go to them and say, what do you think you can do? Or do you have them go do things and then you, then you put them where you think they will? I mean, if, they, if they're if they coming in and never did track in middle school, then we kind of have to figure out, you know, and ask, you know, what do you think you would be good at? Or, you know, if they did run in middle school, you know, we kind of play around with, well, you did this event. How about we try this instead? Or, you know, you find their strengths for sure mm-hmm. and just kind of play around with it. I've had girls where I ask them, I'm like, hey, would you want to try this event? Where it's kind of putting them out of their comfort zone a little bit. But we as coaches kind of see their potential when they don't. Yeah. So, you know, I said, you know. Can you give it a try? And I've, and that's what's been really fun with this group of girls is I've had girls that have really stepped up Good. and said, yeah, I'll try it. And I'm like, okay, awesome. Let's see what you can do. Yeah. What's the hardest field event to to put to find girls to do? Definitely pole vault. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have three girls right now. I have one that's still learning. She's a freshman, Kate Ort, who is our stud 400 runner. If you've seen her times at all, you she's... Like, she ran a 60 last night. Yeah. Wow. She, she is consistently running 60, 61 um, right now. And even in the... In Edwardsburg? The four, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and she's our second runner in the 1600 relay. So, she's... She is a horse, man. She's unbelievable. She she will definitely be breaking that school record soon. Wow. Good for her. Yeah, it's awesome. And she's a freshman. She's a freshman. So you're happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's a spot she you don't have been, to worry about. She has been a key component yeah. for us. Yeah. That's outstanding. It's fun to watch. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up with Stacey Henger. We're talking Lakeshore Girls Track from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM. Hi, this is Brian Lairs with Campbell Ford Lincoln and Niles. When you walk into the dealership, you're going to find out right away it's a nice laid-back feel. Second of all, we have more inventory than any dealers in the area, which is a surprise to people sometimes because, you know, we're Niles and they don't expect that. I think right now we got about 125, 130 vehicles out there. We have experienced people that know their product, and we try to help the customer get what they came here to, to get. Campbell Ford Lincoln, best bottom line is always at the state line. 
At United Federal Credit Union, we'd like to be the first to say welcome home with a mortgage loan made just for you. Whether you're looking for a construction or lot loan for your future dream home or a mortgage for a home you can move into right away, our expert advisors will help you find the way to your new front door. Get started today with our easy online application at unitedfcu.com mortgage. United Federal Credit Union. We get you. Insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. NMLS number 471962. What does it take to be one of the best places to work in Michigan's great Southwest? If you're hearing this, you can help us answer that question right now at MoodyOnTheMarket.com. I'm Zach East, the director of the awards series, inviting you to head to MoodyOnTheMarket.com to nominate a local business or nonprofit for the annual Best Places to Work Awards, presented by the Southwest Michigan Regional Chamber, Silver Beach Pizza, Life Vision Eye Care, and the Inn at Harbor Shores, with support from United Way of Southwest Michigan, Parrot Company, and Conserva Irrigation. Our volunteer judging panel, including Pat Moody, want to hear the stories of great businesses and organizations in Berrien, Cass, and Van Buren counties that are making a positive impact for their workforce, the local economy, and are deserving of recognition. See eligibility requirements and make your nominations right now before Sunday, April 23rd at MoodyOnTheMarket.com. Brought to you by the Southwest Michigan Regional Chamber, Silver Beach Pizza, Life Vision Eye Care, and the Inn at Harbor Shores. Get to MoodyOnTheMarket.com and nominate your favorite business or nonprofit now. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Phil McDonald, Brett Witkowski, Stacey Henge joining us here at Full Circle as we talk Lakeshore uh, Girls Track. We're also brought to you in part by uh, Campbell Ford Lincoln Celine. The best bottom line is always at the state line. Off to a really nice start for the, the Lady Lancers. Are, are, are they performing a little better than you thought they would, or are, are they about where you thought, yep, this is kind of what I was expecting? I mean, I knew going in we would have a strong team. Um, there's been a few surprises along the way, but mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's really, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. It, yeah, it's, last night was great. So we came out with the win at Edwardsburg and so. Now yeah. it's invitational, so many teams there, right? Or it, They only had eight there okay. last night, so it was a small invite, but it, we did, we had a really good, solid performance there. So yeah, it was a good way nice. to cap off the week. So yeah. we had a duel with Portage Northern on Tuesday and had won that one, too. So, yeah, it was a great week. Mm, yeah, really good. <laughs> you know, Brent asked you about, you know, any girls going off for track for the first time. And you've had a few, you know, at Lakeshore as a high school. Yeah, I'm going to give track a try for the first time. I'm noticing this at Our Lady of the Lake with uh, the middle school. One uh, uh, boy ran the 400 the other day, and he'd never run track before. And I think as a coach, you tell you know, a, a kid, what's the 400? Oh, you just run one time around the track. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll do that. They don't realize no. that one time around the track is a pretty decent distance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they hit that wall at some point. Though. Yeah, and it's really a sprint. It is. Yeah. It an is. 800 seems like it's And an 800 turning. is turning into a sprint as Which well. Which is crazy. Yeah. I was in- Grand track that was like it, I know it was distance, yeah. And now it's not. How does a smack? I mean, smack's a tough track conference, isn't it's it? It's very tough, yeah. But it's got to be nice and knowing that you don't face them in regionals, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, St. Joe, of course, is loaded and very strong. Um, they probably will win smack. I mean. Just but they're from, a different division than you. They're know? Division One. We are the right. only D two school in the Smack. Right. So everyone else is at a different region than we are. So, yeah, and, it's and a pretty good, 
it, I mean, conference will be a a, a strong meet oh, yeah, the week I'll before bet. regionals. So yeah, but that that'll test your girls real quick oh, for sure. where they need to, to improve on and where are your regionals at this year? Grand Springs. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, nice and close. Yeah, really. Where's yeah. conference at? Uh, Battle Creek Lakeview. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Not so close. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was waiting no. for you to say you're hosting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Relay uh, wise, any strengths there? Both are. 4x800 and the 4x400 are very strong this year. We're definitely looking to qualify those two to the state meet. Um, I'm really hoping I can squeeze one of my sprint relays in there. And like I said, you know, we're still trying to figure out the right combination to get to that point. So, What do you look for when you fill out the first leg, second leg, third, and fourth leg of a sprint? Um. So for your leadoff leg, I mean, you want a strong one out of the blocks, um, you know, pretty fast. I mean, I, I lead off Paige Lees in both the sprint relays because she gets us out good really mm-hmm. fast. And, you know, they're pr- they're pretty even for the most part. Um, so I kind of play around with putting one here, switching it around, and, you know, just figure out who runs the curve better, who runs the straight better. Yeah, no problem with that. Yeah. Is there anything like on the mental side that you look for, like in, in the fourth leg or first leg? I mean, definitely whoever's anchor has to just have guts okay. and know that they've got to, you know, if it's going to be close, that, you know, are you going to give me everything you've got and fight to the end? So, yeah, it's the sprint relays are, they're mental and they're, I mean, and it all comes down to the handoffs. Sure. Oh yeah, it does. I mean, yeah. It, if you have one bad handoff, it's it's over. Mm-hmm. What's the most exciting event for you to watch as a coach? Oh Besides all, I know. Uh, I, I'm not asking you like per runner, but you know, as a fan, because obviously you're a fan of track too. What's the most exciting one that you like to watch? You know, I would probably say because it, a lot of meets come right down to it is the four by four hundred because it's the last it's the last yeah. event of the night and you know we've had some meets where it comes down to that race mm-hmm. and you know like last night it was awesome our kids were running back and forth across the field encouraging our runners and I mean that's what it's all about really is yeah. just I mean our I'm really proud of how our team has really come together. And my senior leaders are just showing the younger ones, you know, what this team is all about. And, yeah, they've really come together and That's work well together, encourage each other. It's awesome. They're having a ton of fun. Huge help. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you're uh, hurdlers. Kelsey. Mississippi. Mississippi in mm-hmm. the 100. Yep. And you've got Annika DeYoung in the 300. How are yep. they performing for you? They did great last night. Kelsey won uh, the 100 hurdles. Annika won the 300 hurdles. And yeah, they're they're coming along. Kelsey came back from an injury, so she's really this has only been like her second week of competing. Wow. Okay. So yeah, so it's great to see her coming along. Is it tough to try to get girls or, or guys for that matter, but in your case, girls to run their hurdles? Um, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> they're very intimidating, and if you go down, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a make or break. I mean. Tuesday night, Annika went down in the 300 hurdles with like three, two or three hurdles to go coming off the last curve. And 
she got up and finished. She still finished second. Oh wow! Yeah, she's all scraped I'd still be up. La- I'd still be laying there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she's a fighter. She is a fighter. Obviously, so. you, you probably have good numbers, but who are some of the other coaches that you have with you this year? So my assistant girls coach is Kyle Kroll. Um, she's been with me for a few years now. Um, Bo DJ, of course, is our boys' head coach. We've been working really well together. He mainly works with our distance kids. Um, Eric Pazawilko is our boys' throw coach. And Nathan Seawood, who graduated a few years back is yeah. our, he works with the hurdlers and the sprinters as well so we've got a really great coaching staff and we're working very well together so it's it's really awesome and yeah, I was talking to Nathan uh, not too long ago he, he loves coaching he's loving it yeah. it's so awesome and he's a great mentor for high school students because it wasn't that long ago that he was doing it at Lakeshore yeah. and he is he he's a great mentor and it, it, somebody to just kind of strive to be. Yeah, yeah. The kids love having yeah, them Yeah, I bet they do. Yeah, they do. What, what area do you like coaching the most? Uh, I mainly work with the sprinters and the sprint relays, long jump, a little bit with the pole vaulters. Um, so, yeah, we spread ourselves pretty evenly. It's nice. How, how important it is to teach a, a sprinter how to line up in the blocks and to come out of there at the right time at the right angles? Yeah, it's it's a work in progress a lot. It? Yeah, it's there. You you have to just you have to get it just right because if and you know and I've been working with the sprinters and we got to do some more work this week with coming out of the blocks because a lot of them will just pop straight up out of the blocks mm-hmm. and I'm like you're defeating the purpose of the blocks like it you, it's a drive phase coming out of those blocks you want to come out low and fast and ease out you know slow you know you don't want to stand straight up because it, you're just I mean you might as well just do a standing start at that point I was so. just going to ask you do you ever run across run, uh, you know uh, runners girls or boys but you working with the girls that say I, I prefer not to use the blocks well I do have some girls that would prefer not to use them Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's not optionism. No, <laughs> I'm like, no. That's not We're gonna, gonna run this sprint. I need you to come out of the blocks. Yeah, watch the Olympics. Tell me how many don't use the right. blocks in the Olympics right. for mm-hmm. the cup. Is it hard? You know, every once in a while, you see track on TV, but not a lot. No. Um, would it help the young ladies and guys if there was just more for them to watch? You'll see like the the major meets like out out west to yeah. Oregon and stuff right. every once in a while. And of course the Olympics people get fired up, but that's only once every four years. Right. Yeah. And we tell kids a lot of times they're like YouTube. Like oh, there you go. take advantage of YouTube and you know, especially with like hurdles and sprinters, like, hey, yeah. you know, look it up and just and see how their technique is watch them you know you can really learn a lot i mean i follow a lot of um key olympic athletes on instagram and you know they'll share what they do for warm-up and their drills and you know so i mean for me as a coach that helps too i mean i'm always wanting to learn sure. so mm-hmm. yeah i know in track the more the merrier how many young ladies do you have on the team this year, I have approximately. 38. Wow. That's a good number. Yeah, this yeah, is, is my biggest group so far. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's fun. It's Do you good... sometimes find get girls who try other sports in the spring and they're like, well, I'm going to go to track now, like as a sophomore or junior? Yeah. That happened. I, I gained a couple girls um, this year. They're juniors, actually. First oh. time running track. They had been soccer players and didn't make the varsity squad. Okay. So they were like, can we come out for track? I'm like, yes, you can. 
the more the merrier. So. And, and they're probably and with with soccer, they're used to running already. Right. So, so they're not, pretty so now, conditioned. How, how big is teaching someone the right form? Though? Oh my gosh, we're working on that right now with the sprinters. Yeah. Yeah, trying to correct some form that needs some mm-hmm. help. <laughs> but yeah, especially with sprinting, I mean, it a lot of it comes down to form. So. Well, I know. Do like, you see some of the top teams in the conference being? Conference-wise, definitely St. Joe. Um, PC is looking pretty good. We see them on Tuesday for our duel with them. Um, yeah, those would probably be the top two right now in the conference, I okay. would say. So and the region's going to be strong. Yeah, so. besides you and Barian, who else is in that region? Uh, Three Rivers oh. looks to do very well at Seago. Um, it's going to be a close one. It's yeah, it's going to be good. Usually pretty strong, aren't they? What's that? Isn't Otsego usually yeah. pretty strong? They're usually too? pretty strong in distance. They've always been, so they're usually pretty loaded there all the time. But it's got to make you have some comfort knowing that you're so well balanced. Yeah, going into that. Yeah, that's that's what makes it kind of nice is that we we are pretty balanced that's awesome so yeah so what's the next what's next on the schedule for you guys uh so we go to portage central on tuesday for a duel and next friday we go to loy norks for the big don lucan's invitational oh okay which will be a great precursor to conference and the region Ah, okay that it'll be our biggest meet of the year it's 18 schools oh wow. wow So we, yeah, it's going to be a good one. So All you, day event. So yeah, what time do you leave school? Or do they even go to school that day? They will show up to school and get on the bus. We will be heading nice. out at They'll a like quarter that. to eight, and right. field events, I believe, are some of them start at ten, and they're running it just like a regional. So it's regional format, mm-hmm. prelims. Good practice for a long day. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see what Almost we're made as long of. As this show. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, congratulations on the season so far. I mean, off the top of your head, you know the next time you might be home. We are home against Matawan the first Tuesday of May. May 2nd. May okay. 2nd, yeah. All right. So, so that'll be our last home meet oh, okay. for the season. Well, mark yeah. it on your calendar if you haven't had a chance to see the Lady Lancers and yeah. you can't travel. May 2nd at home. Good to see you, as always. Thank you. You too. All right. Good luck the rest of the season. No problem. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back and wrap things up. It's the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Honey, when are you coming inside? It's getting dark. Yeah, just just a little bit longer. We've seen it a hundred times. It's actually a syndrome called Morales Lawnitis. No, it's not Latin. It's just what happens when Morales Lawn Care cuts your grass for you. You get more time to yourself. You don't have to worry about bagging up the clippings or remembering to take them out to the curb on trash day. All you have to do is sit back and enjoy your freshly cut lawn. When you need lawn care services, remember, Morales is your man. MoralesLawnCareLLC.com normal new normal just what does that mean anyway this is jeff parrot from parrot company we hear it all the time from our clients there is no normal right now workflow staffing issues supply and service delays then your copy or printer starts acting up we find most of these issues are simply network or user related but don't fret our veteran support team will quickly troubleshoot and get your office back up and running fast much faster than the out-of-town companies local service versus out-of-town service compare it to parrot 
At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we serve love and we love our community. That's why we only serve the freshest ingredients in our breakfast, lunch, baked goods, and locally roasted coffee. Source from places right here in Southwest Michigan whenever we can. We're also proud to support our neighbors by sponsoring community events and causes as often as possible. Because this is our home too. Come on over and enjoy our one-of-a-kind cozy little cafe located in downtown Stevensville. And join our community on social media and at fullcircle.com. See you soon. We love you. I will be right by your side. Women can have it all, including heart attacks. But symptoms like jaw pain, nausea, unusual fatigue, dizziness, and backache are often different and more subtle than for a man. The fact is, heart disease is the number one killer of women. Know the signs. Learn more at getheartchecked.org. From Women's Heart Alliance, in partnership with Women Heart. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Phil McDonald, Brett Witkowski back at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. That's going to wrap things up for this week. We want to thank uh, Travel, uh, Travis Hamilton and uh, Dan Anderson from Michigan Lutheran Baseball. Coach Elliot Uzelak for joining us and also Stacey Henge from uh, Lakeshore Tracks. It's been a great show. We'll do it again next Saturday here from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. We're brought to you by Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar, United Federal Credit Union, Siemens and Bridgman, Rogers uh, Foodland, Parrot Company, Campbell Ford, Lincoln, Celine, and Morales Lawn Care. On News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM-FM, Benton Harbor, St. Joseph.